and he doesn't have that. You, we need to almost go drop those ones when we left it at the child care for a couple of days. And I swear that she wasn't going to sleep. It was one of those moments as a parent where you just, just freak out because you're like, go to bed, realizing it's not there, and he is just screaming, I need this thing, I need this thing, I need this thing. Oh, this is over 72 hours because we can't get there. It's the weekend, we're not sleeping. Somehow I've got to try and hug him and that. Eventually he, he calms down, but the, the loss of something. Or when you're doing a Lego set and you get there and you re put the Lego set together and that piece is missing. Or a piece of a puzzle is missing. Just any sort of loss is just a terrible thing. And I keep losing bits and pieces of my keys. Anyone else's keys like have wings or legs and disappear on you? They just journey somewhere else in the world, go to some vortex that happens, it's like the socks from the washing machine. They just disappear. We have this loss. In fact, here Jesus talks like this. Anyone who gives in the cup of water one wants to lose their reward. That's a very sobering concept. That that which the Lord has decided to bestow upon us, we can actually act in such a way, or behave in such a way on this earth, or live in such a way, where we give that up. We have given and bestowed upon us, and then we go through the soft vacuum in the, in the washing machine, and it's here. I mean, I think, and I, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely don't want to lose those things which the Lord has given me. I deeply value those bits. And so here we have one of those significant things in God's heart. And said, this is deeply important to me because it's so important. Because it's so important. I'm going to tell you, because this is actually the, the key for retaining that which I've given you, retain those things. But then he goes on in Matthew 18. He says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, same words again, those who believe in this covenant, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and be drowned in the desert sea or wear concrete boots and jump off the bridge. It would be better for them. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stop. That's when you must come away with the person who really makes harm. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that they are angels in heaven. Always be the faith of my father that we are not going to be back in So here we have a thing where we're talking now about honoring or valuing those little ones. Little ones has two, two meanings here in the in the translation, it means those children, and it also means those who are placed under your authority. Children and those that are placed under your authority. Now, this is something that we say, oh yeah, God likes kids. We know Jesus said, hey, don't be wrong, but there's something happening on the And we know that we saw the heart of Jesus. The disciples were trying to run a, a Sunday school program which had colouring utensils and was retained so far away from the history of Jesus that it, it was just so separate and there was nothing of the kingdom of God in it. And Jesus said, there's something new one. What are you doing? How can you keep these new ones from me? But the kingdom of God is there. And make sure that you come to heaven and see something in heaven from him personally. And within that time, within that time. So here we have something that we know is so deeply close to the heart of God himself. He said, if you do this to these little ones, if you do this to the children, and if you do this to the ones that are under your authority, you're doing this to me. If you dishonor these 
other day, you are right in my heart, if you agree to directly to me. And some people are supposed to be in this church, we've been talking for a long while now on how God is restoring the concept of mother and father. And we, we spoke the other week about uh, with everything going on in our society, that is the thing that as the church we champion. We are the custodians of what it means to be mother and father now in our country. That, that's something that we hold as the kingdom of God in the church. And I've spoken, we know that God is doing something where he wants to connect generations and restore generations. I love looking here. Thank you, Dad. Very cool to have you in church. Thank you. And uh, I get so excited when I see generations hanging out here. I mean, these trees uh, that are here and things in the foyer, that was that done. Our youth put things together a couple of weeks ago. And we had a, a few of our older generation that came to youth and hung out and were part of that process of connecting generations across with each other. We know this is in the heartbeat of our Lord so, so deeply. And with that, I've spoken with people that have had anything in me for younger people, those that are meant to just hang out with my own kids and that. We'll read this verse and see how you go with that. Read the heartbeat of Jesus and see how you go with that containing something within you that is for a generation coming after you. If you don't have that, let me encourage you. You're on your knees and ask him for it. Ask him for something deep inside you that is going to input and then an act to a young generation coming after you. There's a few things in this that I just want to touch on this morning because what he's saying there is you need to honour those that are entrusted to you. Honour those that are under your care as parents. What that means is we've got some young ones running around. Some of us have more than others and in this place most of us have more than others. Um, as you see, we work in our water. And and with that place. So we know that fitting there, but we also agree we have people in trusted. So what's that look like? One of the things about honor is being ready. Being ready. I, I take it as an absolute privilege, but also an absolute all thing to need to come and bring the word of God to trust. I mean there are times where I could be wrecked and tired and, and absolutely exhausted, but I know I need to spend time because I value you. I need to spend time with the Lord, seeking Him, finding something of heaven to bring within that space because you're worthy. And you're worthwhile and you're worthy of that. I know times in years gone past where we're leading life groups and, and different aspects, sometimes the only thing sometimes will be that, that keeps you connected is knowing that there are people who are depending on you for something of heaven and expecting something of heaven from that. And it keeps pushing you forward. I'm so grateful to the Lord for those things. Um, you need to find something in that. There's, there's also an aspect of honouring. We need to honour the situation we are in. Now I talk to you this morning. It's totally different to how I would talk about when I rock up on a Friday night to speak to our youth. Which is again totally different to how I would talk to the people next door when I go and hang out with them. And it's totally different to how I would talk to someone I'm chatting with the dominoes and I'll talk to a youth student differently that I'll chat, chat to someone on a construction site or a parent down at the local school. There are all different ways in which we present ourselves. Paul said it like this, even though I'm ready to demand expectations that I want, I follow 
voluntarily become a servant to any of them all, right? in order to reach the rock, wide variety of people, religious, non-religious, meticulous moralists, loose living, immorals, the defeated, the demoralized women, I didn't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I've become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempt to believe those moments with God we need to honour those Corundos by presenting ourselves and being in a way that they can actually receive something of the kingdom of God from us. We bring ourselves in such a way. I, mean, um, I was mentioning before about Friday, and uh, there's one of the values that we that we do that there and, and be there and with it. And after we've got the chapter one of the I've done a whole bunch of stuff today and I've, I've done it because I'm looking for something to say thanks. You come here, you've been here all day and you've helped everyone else set up their things and sort of their things out and you're thanking me. I don't get you Christian people. You're very strange. You just like doing stuff for the sake of doing it. I'm like, well, that's very nice. It's not very sick to receive my thanks. It's already happened. And it's going to keep on happening. You don't have to Not that precedence of actually receiving something and within that, however, within that I've had to shift myself. I've had to become something I wasn't. Going back a, a number of years, I was uh, deeply influenced by a, a few individuals um, from a particular stream of um, thinking of ministry. And their take on Christmas went a little bit something like this. Christmas is all about Jesus and God. I'll agree, 100%. Santa has come to deceive a world and take away from that. Santa isn't an anagram. Anagram? Anagram. One of those five moments. Anagram of Satan. And so therefore Santa is Satan. Oh, and the devil's red, and so Santa's red, and so the same person. And so I was deeply affected by this teaching. And um, even for the sake of like, listening to some stories of people that go around and said, um, oh, we're walking through the, the shopping center and, and my daughter, the lady came and asked her, oh, can you stand for a new Christmas? Um, and she said, oh, that's great. How does she know? And then he went on to explain how, and he went on to grant out. I was on that for a while, and, and um, you know, I had to stand down there being taken by those years and, and all those things. Now, that was my heartbeat that I went in there. There was no way I could have a conversation after that. Because I'm asking the microphone for most people to go over and take photos of Santa and get photos of Santa. Now, I did a bit more research about who Santa is after that, and found out that it wasn't invented by Cody. Um, but there was this amazing particular who wore bishop robes who were what that were most likely red and covered in white fur around the edges that brought gifts to a whole bunch of people with me uh, within northwestern Europe. And I like that guy. I can celebrate him and get behind him. And so I, I 
Sorry, not as we come off that because I had six songs I don't necessarily want to sing that I think that was kind of down to the ordinary song. Um, but there's a whole bunch of young people who love it. And they get excited and they dance around and Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, that's what they do just in songs and um, it's got some, some cool stuff it's cool that they enjoy spoken with doing, but other than that it's another song that we're gonna deck the halls, la 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 But becoming all things to all people. So that all means And so I have a deep desire for those that have been entrusted in my care, which is this school down there, the brightest place under our pastor's care church. And so to honour them, we become all things and we will do whatever it looks like and whatever it takes to bring an honour and to be able to bring something of heaven into there. What doesn't mean that we're going to diminish the message and change the message. No. I'm trying to win the approval of humans all the time. I'm trying to win the approval of God. doing that, I wouldn't be a servant of God. The message doesn't change. But the message does. When we bring on. The message remains the same of who God is. And we do that. Now, one of the other ways that we become the when Paul's talking in, in Ephesians about the way this works within a family setting, and this is one of the things that actually speaks to about the family, the people that are under us. And one of the words that he uses is because you love your wives, as you love your own body, and you nourish it. Who knows that word in the Nourish and you nourish your own body. That's what your love, that's what your honor should look like. Because that I've hung out with a whole bunch of young people for a long, long time, and every so often I get the privilege of them opening up their world and sharing their world with me. You know, as this young girl I spoke to about her when I was doing the counseling, she used to be in the state often when I was talking to her, she would give me contact somewhere along the lines of financial money. Hey, hello. I'm going to worship 
he was just given a big inquisition about what was going on. And I shook his hand and I said, thank you so much. Thank you so much that you love your son so much. You care about him, know where he is and what he's doing. And, and I was just so grateful for him. Because we see kids trying to hang out in our car park. They might have their parents or whoever guardians that might think they're here. They're hanging out in our car park until 11 o'clock at night. Like, what's going on here? How is no one missing you? Well, and it's really burdens and troubles us within those things. Why? Because they haven't understood how to honor. How to honor those under a hand. Where it spares the God hates the children. The ones who love their children cancel I'm not advocating rods and spoons and A rod and a reprimand is half of the child that is under the grace of the child. Not to go away from sticks. Why? Because the Lord disciplines one of us and chastens everyone he accepts his son. God has um, dealt with me on a number of things. Full stop. There we go. Worship is great. Great thing is God didn't bring a stick out. I'm really pleased with that because that would have hurt just right alongside the edge probably and, and he can swing that pretty hard. And, uh, but as, as those honouring the little ones, we can do it. I think that's a prime example of what it looks like in the life of David. I think it has all these kids that go on one door that came up with Bible colleges and boys and animals.
never thought I would be, I mean, you know, that was seven, eight, nine, and I asked people this in life, I still remember that. And by the way, then when you're 18, and then 21, and then the week after that, and the week after that. And um, let me just give you a list of them and, and sort you out. Know, I would never think I would want to do this book. All the things I've done, I don't know how he deals with you, I don't know, maybe you've heard of the person, but uh, if you have, that's probably the enemy not for you. It's love, 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 love. And so when we discipline, we deal with it, and then we move into a time of redemption, we move into that whole thing, I love when I discipline myself. I make sure that there is a time of redemption that, that happens after, so I remember when I, I was reading you, but you tell a bunch of you, so great to have you with my dad, that's the eyes, oh, the awesome, and so And then we had Josiah, and they saw how I was with Josiah from that, we don't want to do that. But that's a lot of reward there, because we know the story goes on. Absolutely. Somewhere in him, when there's been no judgment on my father, but he started to gain. And he started welcoming everyone, and then. And he started giving judgment to the, the people of Israel. And he won their hearts over so much so, through an army so big that he had to flee the cowardice. There's one thing, if we, when we honor those under us, there is, we are guaranteed to retain what God has given us. But what we don't know is we can lose so much. When we don't know, when we don't discipline, when we don't prepare ourselves in what we need, uh, this is one of those warnings in the kingdom. I just encourage you to speak to God, finding something to get it for those that God has entrusted to my Lord. If you're not the, well, I'm not going to ask you, but get over it, I'm going to let this guy do that. It's so rewarding to discover these words and get past them. Father, you think you that honor and a whole bunch of things. And but it's one of these topics that we think pretty strong on and in our world and in our lives, so we find it hard because well, it's easy to honor those that are gone. It's easy to honor those who are us. But you need to ask us to be honoring. No matter where people are at in this point in our world. And we see in the word that Thank you. 